This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, June 17th, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. The government health insurance plan bouncing around Capitol Hill wouldn't compete with the private sector. It would most likely crowd out the private sector. So says Cato Institute Director of Health Policy Studies, Michael Cannon. Wouldn't additional private insurers provide the same function that uh, President Obama is arguing a government option is going to provide? I think that's correct. And if we were to lower barriers to competition between private insurance companies, we would have a lot more options for employers and individual consumers. And that would keep all insurance companies honest. The problem with creating a new government health insurance program is that you're not going to get that sort of competition. What you're going to get is a, is, is a new entrant in the market who can hide the true cost of its activities and therefore keep its premiums artificially low compared to its competitors and will therefore pull consumers into this new government program, not by providing a lower cost, higher quality option, but just by virtue of the government's ability to hide its costs. Now, how can, uh, how can the government do that? There are all sorts of ways. The government can directly subsidize its program uh, with taxpayer money. It can indirectly subsidize that program uh, in, in countless other ways. As you, you may recall that there was this imp- once implicit guarantee that if Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac ever uh, ran into dire financial straits, that the government would bail them out. We now know that that's a that was an explicit guarantee, or it's now an explicit guarantee. But it was estimated by the Congressional Budget Office that that implicit guarantee saved Fannie and Freddie about $2 billion a year in borrowing costs. So even if there's an implicit guarantee that the government will bail out its own health insurance program, then it's going to enjoy an unfair advantage in the marketplace. And as far as, and a lot of supporters of a government program say, no, this is going to be completely self-sustaining. But if you look at the Medicare program, either the uh, Part A, the hospital part of uh, the hospital insurance part of Medicare, that is no longer self-sustaining. The uh, Part B, the physician insurance part of Medicare, that was supposed to be 50% self-sustaining when it was created because enrollee premiums were going to cover 50% of the cost. But Congress has ratcheted that down to just 25% of the cost and increasing the amount, and it has increased the amount that taxpayers have to subsidize that program. You look at Amtrak, you look at the, the post office, all these different things that the government gets involved in and people say, oh, well, it's going to be self-sustaining and they're not self-sustaining. So it's it stretches uh credulity to claim that a new government program is going to be self-sustaining and will compete on a level playing field with private insurance. But consumers won't see that cost directly. I mean, they'll they'll pay for it somehow, but con- as consumers, they won't be exposed to that. The consumers will pay will bear all of the costs here. But when they're making but they'll bear part of that those costs as taxpayers so that when they're making their decision between, well, should I sign up in this government uh, insurance program, or will I sign up for this private health plan? Well, gosh, the government's going to save me a thousand dollars on my premiums. I'm going with the government plan, and that's the way that this that that the government is going to pull people out of private health insurance into this plan. And the end result is that everybody is going to be in this sort of a government plan because the government can, and if some people have their way, will. Uh, drive all private insurers from the marketplace. And we don't have to really we don't have to speculate that this is how it's going to 
pan out. We have this sort of competition between a government program and private insurers in the Medicare program right now. The Medicare Advantage program, as they call it, allows private insurers to compete with the traditional Medicare program. And what has happened is the the playing field is never level. You have different uh, parties taking over control of Congress and the White House and trying to nudge the program in the direction of their preferred, uh, you know, if they prefer the government plan, then they'll try to uh, uh, cut payments to the private insurers or boost payments to the private insurers if they want them to thrive. So the playing field is always is always in flux. But what President Obama did, or I should say President-elect Obama did uh, just before he took office in January was remarkable. He proposed throwing all of the private health insurance plans out of Medicare. Now, that's not a level playing field. That's a cliff. President Obama has said that his ideal health, in, his ideal health care, I'm sorry, health care system would be a single payer system where the government pays all the bills and calls all the shots. And so I don't think we should be surprised that he's proposing to throw all the private plans out of Medicare, nor should he be surprised when people suspect that that's what he wants to do uh, with uh, people under age 65 as well, which is ultimately denied them the choice of any private health plans. When people talk about the so-called uh, public plan option, they mean to distinguish it from all the plans that exist in the private sector. Well, what free market healthcare option do consumers have right now? President Obama and congressional Democrats are couching their support for a new government program in terms of choice and in terms of competition. And these are concepts that supporters of a free healthcare market have have always talked about, have always supported. So really, uh, when they use these terms, it's it's sort of the the most the most sincere form of flattery as well as the the compliment that vice plays to virtue. It's great that they're using these terms. If only they could get the policy right and adopt reforms that would actually promote choice and competition, because choice and competition is precisely what we need to fix our healthcare sector, and we don't have nearly enough of it right now. Consumers don't enjoy the benefits of the choices that a free and open health insurance and health care sector would provide them. Consumers don't get to choose their own health plan. Their employer does that for them. They don't get to choose a health plan that stays with them from job to job. So a lot of people lose their health insurance when they lose their job. And for a lot of people, that's the moment when they need their health insurance most. These are not failures of the free market, as President Obama has suggested. These are government failures because the government has 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 created uh, this employment-based system of health insurance and distorted the market so heavily that consumers don't have the choices that would be available to them in a free market. Michael Cannon is co-author of Healthy Competition, What's Holding Back Healthcare and How to Free It. He's also Director of Health Policy Studies at the Cato Institute. You can get the book at cato.org.